What is up, everyone? Welcome to the latest episode of the Tipping Point Podcast, where people freely speak their minds. I'm Caesar Walker, who is you would you would tend to find me as the cool, calm, collected one, and I'm joined by uh, Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one, uh, oftentimes overly emotional one. And that's what we've come to love best about you, my friend. How are that's you? Right. Uh, I'm doing great, Walker. Great. I'm you? doing well. I'm doing well. We hope that our listeners are doing well. They are, because um, they're listening to us. At, <laughs> there's no place you could rather be right. than with us, right? No, actually, we wanna we pray that everyone has had a great weekend, prosperous weekend, safe weekend. Uh, we wish everyone have, as you're listening to this, we're recording on a Sunday. Uh, we hope everyone is having a great week, uh, a productive week. We just wish, uh, what, positive vibes, sending positive vibes their way. I got nothing else to give. Nothing else, nothing else to give, this right? This podcast is a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, just want to just show love. This is what, episode 34? 34, Walker. 34 and counting. So, guys, thanks for your support. Um, and as, I know some people are out there looking at our catalog and not counting 34 episodes. So, I think it's important to note that <laughs> we've got some lost tapes out there, but we were really starting to get our footing. So, um but yeah, in, in totality and in tipping point history, we've got 34 of these bad, or this is the 34th edition of this bad boy podcast right here. And on a Sunday is when, you know, I don't know if there's ever a great time to record a podcast because news just happens. Yeah. So right after we recorded an episode, we got wind of, or actually you sent it to me because I was still uh, slowly weaving my way back into uh, my phone. <laughs> um, I got a text that came through later that evening about Nipsey Hussle. Right now, had he been was has was he proclaimed dead by the time you sent? When I sent you that text, he was oh. still alive technically. He had been shot. He'd been shot. Okay, yeah. that's when I got news of that because I don't think he died until he got to the hospital. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So uh, that came and it's been a whole week. A lot of people have given their thoughts and and this you know this and that about the situation. Get how do you feel about it? Man, um, it shook me, Walker. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm a Nipsey Hussle fan. Um, me as too. I, as I told you beforehand, um, I've consumed a good deal of his mixtapes that he did underground <clears throat> before right. Victory Lab came out. And uh, that grew you know, that grew me to be a fan of his. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, this had an impact on me just because I'm thinking I, I'm a fan of his music, but I'd also know, I'd, I'd also been made aware of the impact he was having his community absolutely and i was just left like millions of other people asking the question well why right so um i I told you this a little bit too but um sunday i was shook you know i'm not gonna lie i was i was kind of shook um monday still shook tuesday still shook wednesday like because of course i'm listening to nipsey music and Mm -hmm. it seems it seems like as each bar is being delivered I just asked myself, like, there's no, like, is this dude really gone? Like, right. he's gone. Right. So, anyway, that's just a microcosm of how I dealt with the situation. I think a lot of people, I think you pretty much described a lot of people's sentiment gotcha. throughout last week yeah. uh, when they heard news of the situation. And, um, unlike you, like, I became a fan of, I was, I got on, I got on the bandwagon late okay. when it came to Nipsey. But it wasn't so much his music. Mm. I think what drove me to Nip was um, just what he stood for. 
Um, I saw I saw a family man. I saw a man who was determined to want better for his kids, to want better for his community. He he was the epitome of what it means to buy back your block. Mm. You know what I mean? Come on. Savvy entrepreneur, businessman, uh, was creating opportunities for other people within the neighborhood, giving back to to the next generation, creating opportunities for them. I mean, he was the living embodiment of what Dr. Claude Anderson talks about is poweronomics, mm-hmm. basically. Okay. Um, back, basically just building a community, not a neighborhood, a community. And that impressed me. I learned a valuable lesson from Nipsey. I learned never to judge a book by its cover. Come on, Walker. Right? Because when you look at Nip, you wouldn't expect those kinds of jewels and riches to just come out right 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 but when he talked man uh and and i think is sometimes you just have like the cool kids mm, yeah he was one of the cool kids who got it i don't right. think there's anywhere he went he didn't get love people didn't speak well of him yeah. you know what i'm saying and oftentimes people like that don't have to take it the extra mile. They don't have to go the extra mile. Yeah. I've, I've won. I'm cool. You know what I mean? I've mastered cool. I am cool. This is what it is. But he had purpose on top of his cool. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the things that resonated with me. And when he rapped, I was like, dude can rap. He's got some flow. Yeah. Dude can rap. So to me, it was just, I feel like he was one of your more well-rounded hip hop artists. Gotcha. Especially for as young as he was. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, you just, I don't, you, you, I haven't seen, of course with Meek, yeah, I'm seeing Meek become very more well-rounded now, but he's sure. been through a lot. Sure. I think for Nip to get it and there's no, there's no life altering event per se. Right. Right. He's seen a lot in his life. Oh yeah. But <laughs> he hasn't had nothing like a like a Meek Mill situation to snap him out of what you know what I mean. So I, I feel for him to get it early and how he got it yeah. and to really live it, I, he earned my respect early and, on. And Walker, I, I've I've consumed easily a dozen YouTube videos yeah. this week just just on Nipsey. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking like non music videos. Yeah. And there was a video done uh, about two years ago. I think it was dated. I think it was dated 2017. Mm-hmm. Where um, I, I guess whoever produced it, they were just in Crenshaw. Mm-hmm. Sticking the camera in people's faces. Tell me about Nip. Nip was nowhere to be found in this, in this particular video, right? But it was produced through um, All Money In, you know, his his kind of label. Okay. His movement or whatever. Right. Um, but to the what what I saw cons- or saw and heard consistently, Walker, was about how this guy, although it may not have been the best way, he utilized this gang culture that he was a part of for a time to generate everything he needed to do something so much bigger. Right. Right. And they talked about how um, there are so many people. Who claim Crenshaw, who claim Compton, who claim LA, who really aren't about that life, for lack of a better word, right? Or better phrase. But how Nipsey, when he started his ascend ascension to fame, stayed right there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He built up so much equity in that area. He could have I mean he could have easily gone to Beverly Hills. You know? Easily. <laughs> easily. Um went out in the mountains. But Walker, we talked about this and and you know, if, you don't hope you don't mind me sharing, but 
you, you asked me like, well, you know, how long are you going to spend talking about this? How, how much time is he spending on the intro? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Drake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think a lot of what we're doing is in the Nipsey Hustle spirit. Okay. Can I? Go for it. So um, one of the guys interviewed on the same video, um, dude, dude was in and out of jail, was involved in the same gang Nipsey was in, and happened to talk to Nipsey one day on the phone while incarcerated. Mm-hmm. And Nipsey shared with him his vision about getting into rap, right? Mm-hmm. So Nipsey gets out. This dude is like, all right. Oh, not Nipsey. The dude gets out, comes to Nipsey and was like, dude, I think you're about to make a difference. What do you need? Nipsey says, I need a computer. So they hustle. They get they get their cash. They get a computer, right? Now, we're not, we're not assessing how they got the cash. <laughs> Use your imagination. Okay. But they get the computer. Dude goes back into jail. I think he's in there for two years. He comes back out. Nipsey's got records that he's recorded. He says, Nipsey, what do you need? Oh, he's like, man, well, I got, I got to get, you know, software to mix it, master stuff like that. They work together, they grind, they get it. So now Nipsey is is starting his own private distribution on his own from a computer. Right. You think about the tipping point. Yeah. We could have gone to a studio. No. <laughs> we tried. Yeah. We tried. <laughs> yeah, we did. It's like, no, man. Yeah. We got, we, we have what we, we need. We got what we need. Let's just put it together and see what happens. Let's hustle. This is the spirit of Nipsey Hustle right here. I hear you. It doesn't seem like it, but. I like how you brought that around. Thank you. Yeah. But this is, this is a part of the reason why I can't just touch and go on this topic. Fair enough. You know? Fair enough. So I'm gotcha. done with it but right now. I just had to get that out. Let me ask you this. What, what do we do with this? What do we do with this situation? Okay. Where do we go from here? We um, we learn from it. Okay. Um, well, I, I'm quick to say that, but what are the lessons here? Because because yeah. we don't know the details. All we know is Nipsey was where he always is, or where he is a lot of the time, and I don't know. Was waiting on a guy who just got released to you know like shopping spree him or whatever, and then this this situation just kind of happened. Okay. So, well, let me let me let me take that back because I don't know from the incident. I don't know what we learned from that. But from Nipsey's principles, <laughs> well, you can learn a lot from those. Yeah. You can learn a lot from those. But but I, the frustration is that here's the frustration that a lot of people have that I've heard over the past week is usually when people like you look at you look at some of the murders of people in in a lot of ways not that it's justified but oftentimes people find themselves in the middle of some bs yeah for sure you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so it's unfortunate and it shouldn't happen still but it happens and then you know you just know that that person still had their toe in the streets right right mm-hmm. here's a guy who by all all accounts, most accounts we've heard was not like that. No. How and why did that happen? Now, of course, there, there's been talks that a guy from his inner circle, this happened from someone within his circle. Mm-hmm. He knew the guy, right? Um, some, I think he had just gotten out of yeah. jail and he got out of jail kind of early and Nip brought some attention to it. And basically, I don't know if he said it or implied it, but he was like, dude, I don't know. I can trust you 
how why are you back so early mm. who did you snitch on show me some paperwork right paraphrasing okay right okay um of course that's a touchy subject for people who are released and he handled it he went back and did something about it right uh he went in i think i think they found him he was attempting to check into a mental health facility yeah i heard that yeah yeah um and and, and by him you're talking about eric holder eric holder who allegedly right okay is right. responsible right and so you know shout out to joe budden like joe budden was like if only he had checked himself in after that conversation mm. right and it, and it made me wonder, it made me wonder about, because oftentimes, because I was at the barbershop yesterday mm-hmm. and I was hearing people was like, you know, we need to talk about black on black crime. And I agree. You know, I, I didn't even interject. I just let them go. Right. Um, You know, we, we talk about, you know, black lives matter and this, that and the other. And, and, I, and I'm like, OK, I, I understand the frustration. Most of the people, let, let, let's let's just be real. Most of the people doing this, there are a lot of black people who truly believe that black lives do matter. Yeah. They're not out killing people. So when you're talking about, when you're talking about murder, right? It's not normal to murder someone. No. That's not normal behavior. Now, I don't care what side of the tracks you're on. That's not normal behavior. Right. Reason why that's not normal is that there are laws in place to discourage us from doing that. Sure. All right. Society deems it as being abnormal and we have laws that says that's abnormal. Correct. Right. Yeah. However, you can be a product of an environment that normalizes abnormal behavior. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And when you're in this environment of of dysfunction, you don't know your left from your right. Hmm. Okay. We call it trauma. Yeah. We we call it we call it mental health issues, right? Right. Mental health issues. I mean, you you look at people who came from war, right? Yeah. They were in an abnormal environment. Right. And the mental, emotional, psychological effects of being in an abnormal environment changes how they respond to certain things. When they get in a high stress or an emotional situation, you just got to think there are a lot of society has failed people of all races, of all of gender, race, socioeconomic status. They failed us in learning how to resolve conflict. Mm. Right. Right. So I was going to do a player of the week. Right. And we talked about this before. Yeah. About about an issue dealing with with toxic masculinity. And my the the one of the issues I was going to get into that get is that society has taught us to if we disagree, you and I disagree, then all I have to do is come up with a construct. I have to invent a construct, assign it to you as a way to discredit you. At the very least, but oftentimes I end up demonizing you so that people don't care to see your point of view to make me appear to be right. Sure. Right? Sure. Society has failed us in conflict resolution. Okay. Right? Either I'm going to manipulate the situation so that I'm right, or in our case, in our neighborhoods, we just go straight to violence. Right. Right? 
And so that has been normalized. And I feel that we have to start talking about, number one, the conditions of, of our neighborhood, how we got there, understanding the history of this country and how it put us black people in a situation to where we're constantly being tormented. We're in environments that are torment. I, I hear Charlemagne the God talk about he's been championing mental health for the past year and a half. Oh, yeah. And he talked about his experience coming up in the hood and how that's traumatizing. Like like he the effect he didn't know he was having mental health issues and anxiety because that's that was normal for him. Yeah. When in reality it was really abnormal. Right. Right? And so the he's now starting to unpack 39, 40 years of his life of things that he experienced and how how it is impacting him currently today right right eric holder how, how can he ever get to the point of even unpacking all the trauma this man has been to prison right right he's you know what i'm saying yeah. he, he's had stuff that's he can easily be triggered is what i'm saying and i'm not making excuses for him but how many eric holders in our communities do we have mm. Right. Good point. Yeah. And so I, I, I get it, guys. Like when we talk about, well, we don't we, we need to understand that black lives matter. What we need to do is deal with emotional health and get healthy as a community together. One person by one. And dude, I'm telling you, like, because think about it for me to snap and decide, you know what? I'm going to kill you. Right. Your, your life is over. It's non-negotiable. Right. I don't care. And then when it's over for me to snap back and say, I need to check myself in. Okay. How, how come you're back to normal now? Mm, okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. How yeah. did you, how, how come that makes sense now? Right. Right. I don't know how we fix it. I just see the problem. I don't know how to fix it. Uh, that, that makes two of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I hope that makes sense in terms of what we are dealing with as a as a community. We have a lot like with us as as men, we're we're really fractured. Like I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a situation happened yesterday. In my mind, I felt like I had to kind of talk myself off a ledge. Hmm. I was picking up some wings from my mom. Okay. Right. I was going over to her house. And I was in a, it was in a uh, wing place and I was sitting there. I was waiting because there was a lot of people. I didn't want to, you know, so I was kind of standing back in the back and a guy walked in. He was standing off to the side and the guy, I, there's two lines. There's a line to order. There's a line to get your pickup if you called in. Right. So the guy looked at me behind the counter and said, Who's 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 like, can I help you or who's next? And I was like, hey, I just had some wings. I was going to tell him I had some wings to, to pick up. The guy to the left of me was like, I was here first. <laughs> now, I'm like, whatever. The <laughs> I'm Not a, even a second goes by. The lady in the pickup line was like, I can help you. Ah, uh, OK. But in I felt in here, the ego male part of me was like, it worked. I was here. You know what I'm saying? I've been here before you. Right. Step your little lanky behind back. You right. know what I mean? So, but, okay. I came out of a sheltered environment, right? I came out of a good environment. I'm not, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I haven't been to jail. I haven't seen stuff yeah. for real. But there's a part of me, Gat, 
that wanted to deal with that okay. aggressively, yeah. right? But if that's in me, think about other people. Think about the guy who would have dealt with it aggressively. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Now we got a situation over what? Over, over what? You see what I'm saying? Over fried chicken. <laughs> that's my point I'm getting to. And I could be like, we got to deal. Like, There's conversations that we're not having. Right. About how to resolve conflict with one another. Gotcha. We're, we're not there. We're just not there. Here I am. I'm a clean cut guy. I had to get, I had to talk myself off a ledge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Over wings. Like, this is so, that's so fast. He felt the need to check me over wings. See, I, I don't take that as a check. Some people do. I take it as a misunderstanding. I'm t- okay. That's you. I know. And, but, and that's what I'm trying to see. Like, this is real because there's a disconnect. Think about it. What did Nip say that was so bad? Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Touché. You see how I brought it back around? Yeah. yeah. I can look at the situation and assess it and be like, Nip was just joking. Nip ain't. Nip got love for me. Nip been feeding me. Nip been looking out for me. He, 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 even if, okay, let's say, put it this way. Nip says something. Nip, let me talk to you outside. Yeah. Nip, bruh. We can't do this. Right. A lot of us can't do this. Nip, man, what you said, bro, I know you ain't mean nothing by it because I know you you love me, look out for me. That hurt me, bro. You don't know what I had to do to get out. I've been praying to get out. Mm. I've been hoping to get out. For you to say that, it tore me up, man, because you know how what it's like. You know how it feels to be on the inside of that. Well, that seems weak, right? That's a, seems that's a, weak. That's a weakness from being revealed. We've been taught that that's weak, right? Right. In other words, we've normalized abnormal behavior, mm. right? That's all that's I'm saying. So powerful, dude. We've normalized abnormal behavior. So what seems normal to you is weak in the streets, right? See what I'm saying? That could have been squashed like that. Like that, yeah. but we're not sh- teaching our young men how to resolve conflict. We're just not, and we're not even providing great examples. No, that's true, right? Because yeah. most things are caught more than taught. Right, got that from my pastor. Like you, you catch things that you see. Like my dad has never hit my mom. Right. But he's never had to tell me, don't you hit women. Mm, right? Cause, yeah. Cause, because I saw yeah. how he treated mama. I saw what he encouraged me to do with my sister. Yeah. Like, he didn't like the way you don't do that with your sister. Right. You know what I'm saying? That, there's some things you just catch because you see it. Sure. I don't think we do a good job of it. Whether it's social media, whether it's in traffic when we're driving, whether it's... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of things we we... We're failing in terms of lending a positive example. Sure. And I feel like when we start talking about we start talking about black people respecting black people, I think there are a lot of issues regarding mental health that are present that we don't even like you can't correct what you don't see. You can't correct what you don't see. And right. I don't think as a community Or what true, you refuse to see. Or what you Yeah. Even better. Yes. Right? Yes. Even better. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of things we're overlooking when it comes to conflict resolution. Sure. A lot of internal. Because think about it. I have to check my ego to not go at dude in the wing shop. Mm. I have to let myself know it ain't that deep, bro. He's not. He's not. You're not less of a man. 
because he wanted to go first and get his wings. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the pep talk I gave myself. It's, it's so funny. And, and, and you and I have totally different perspectives on this. I don't know if it was raising or anything, but my thing is like in that situation, it's like, yeah, dude. Okay. If you feel like you were first, you were first. I can wait two and a half more minutes to get these wings. Well, that's how I felt. But on the ins, because I didn't say nothing to him. Right. But on but, the inside, but your flesh wanted to say something to him because we all have one. <laughs> True. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we all. Again, I, I don't. I don't see as an ego check if I feed into this guy's. This this guy's thought of he was here first, like. And, and I, I don't want to. I don't want to compare and contrast everything. Yeah. But I think it's valuable to know mm-hmm. how you took that situation. Oh, I know what I felt. Yeah, I know what I felt. Yeah, but I just I, I love comparing it because yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but again, but again, that's why we have a hard time digesting the Nipsey situation. True. Right. True. You can't tell Eric then, he didn't feel disrespected. If you're in that environment, to your point, that's all you see. There's only one way to handle something like that. Absolutely. It doesn't matter if it's over wings. It doesn't matter if it's over. You can't tell Eric Holder what he didn't feel. Right. In that moment. Right. You can't. But, the whole but, world will tell you, bro, you bugging. But but Walker, here's what's key about this. If Eric Holder actually did do this, because you know I'm I'm really black and white. <laughs> um, Almost to a fault. <laughs> the the fact of the matter is he had the presence of mind to go to a mental health facility. So that means he knows it exists. I don't know if he learns it's in prison or whatnot, but like what what could have been done to circumvent, like you said. Yeah. Why not go there first? Right. So I mean, or what Joe Budden said. Right. I was quoting right. him. But as, yeah. As, as, as a <laughs> as a thirty-seven year old, am I thirty-seven? You will be thirty-seven. Okay. Thanks, Walker. As a 36 year old black male who actively goes twice a month to receive mental health, I don't understand. And and like I don't. I mean, we all have issues, but I, I don't think I don't think any of my issues are like life threatening or anything like that. Sure. I just I just want to I want to have a safe space to where I can voice my thoughts and maybe come up with ideas to improve on things. Yeah. You know, so um, I think I think part of your answer falls on people like me who need to take take examples from Charlemagne and say, look, Charlemagne, the gods up here, this this may your opinion of mental health may may be it's only for celebrities. Mm. But look at me. I'm a normal guy walking the street. Yeah. I'm a guy that you can look at from external and think, oh, he's got it all together, but I'm still going. Right. Cause I, I know I don't have it all together. <laughs> you know, forget about where we live, what my wife does, what my kids are doing. Like, mm-hmm. I still have issues that have happened to me that I need to deal with and I need a safe space to talk about them because my wife's not always gonna understand. Right. So it, it takes me seriously being an advocate of that yeah. from a normalized local level. And then it takes someone from that environment who hopefully you can get your hands on and make a product of this mm-hmm. to be a champion for that as well. Right. It's nothing against Charlamagne because I believe what he's doing is great. I don't know if it, if it weren't for him and a really close homeboy of mine. I don't know if I ever would have considered going. Right. You know, so. Okay. Yeah. I, and I think that's 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 good points because, yes, you can put. You can put people in a box. Yeah. It's like Charlemagne just got that. He got that money. Like, of course you do. You are seeing someone now. Yeah, I can't afford mental health. Right. Which is a lie. <laughs> right. <know? So>. Right. <laughs> right. And I feel like that's a that's a big component that people aren't talking about. Sure. Um, and I feel like we do need to continue 
the spirit of what Nip was doing. Yeah. Um, I, I think that I think that and you pair it with mental health, I feel like we can reduce these occurrences and these situations. And our heroes can live in the hood or can buy back the block and be in the hood and not have to worry about these situations. This Absolutely. is just one of this is a crazy situation. But uh, rest in peace to Nip. Absolutely. Um, my prayers to for his family, close friends, associates. Lauren London. I mean, yeah, the list goes on. His yeah. kids, every right. you know. So um, incredible man, incredible guy. Um, I respected him from the gym. We talked about him quite often on the podcast. Um, so yeah. Um, how are we doing, man? We're doing well. Um, Did you want to talk about this other? Because this is a pretty. I guess I'm gonna have to take the lead on this one. Okay, go right. For it. With, with with with. I wanted to bring attention to a situation that uh, took place this past week. Um, there's a young guy. I think he's 23 now. This took place when he was 20. Okay. Um, Albert Wilson. Albert Wilson is a former student at Kansas University. He had uh, received a two-year degree from a local community college in the area and was going there uh, to Kansas University for journal sports journalism. Oh, wow. Um, good student, good kid. Um, there is a bar, local bar in Kansas. Um, well, I'll just give the whole, the whole uh, synopsis and then get into the details of it. He was charged with rape of at the time a then 17 year old girl uh who was white um and he was found he was found guilty this past week and they claim they gave him and every you know i've been reading in air in quotes that it was the minimum sentence given for that charge he was given 12 years in prison um he has he is he has a lifetime um what did i say he's was it was it probation probation yeah lifetime probation and he has to register as a sex offender wherever he goes right now when i read some articles about it um some local articles were very definitive but when i looked at the article in vibe which leans more to black people sure I saw a bit more nuance to the situation. And what came out about it is that there wasn't definitive evidence of a rape. Okay. Right? Right. So of course they they swabbed her her uh, vagina. Mm-hmm. They sw- you know, they checked for DNA. The only DNA that they found yet was on this girl's chest, where they both had admitted to making out. Okay. So they met each other at a bar. This bar is has is notorious for allowing kids to get in with fake IDs. Okay. Right? Okay. So he's 20, the girl is 17. This bar is supposed to be a 21 and up. I find it amazing no one is saying anything about the bar in this situation. <laughs> I got red flags all over the place right now. Already, right? Okay. It has been said that the girl who's 17 was visiting um she was visiting her cousin right okay so she was in town visiting her cousin who's a student at kansas and they both went to this bar it was believed neither one of them even got carded oh wow right okay he had someone else's id 
and got in. So that lets you know how 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 well they were checking ID there. Sure. Right. So there's video, there's video at camera evidence that shows in the club. There's this room called the Boom Boom Room. In Imagine. this in this club. Yes. Yes. There's evidence of her Walker, pulling. This isn't looking good. <laughs> there's evidence of her pulling the guy into the boom boom room. They met in the line to get in. They're talking. She grabs him by the hand, pulls him in. There's evidence of that happening, taking place, right? Okay. So they're in this boom boom room on the dance floor. They're kissing, making out, this, that, and the third, right? The girl was claimed that he had. So now in the in the courtroom, I'm not gonna get into all the details. But basically, the only evidence provided was DNA on her chest and the evidence and the camera evidence. The camera showed them because at one point they went back to the to his room. Okay. They walked back because he stayed like two blocks away, like five minutes away. Okay. So they walked back and they were hand in hand. They were holding hands walking back to his room. Okay. And they're still surveillance footage of this it shows him walking back holding hands okay right she claimed that when he got to the room that's when he raped her however he wasn't at the room for like five minutes there's video evidence that shows them walking back maybe like 10 minutes or so later Mm -hmm. they're not holding hands at this point but he's walking back to meet up with his other buddy because remember he came with With her they're walking together. Oh, okay. They're okay. walking together. That's very important to know. Sure. They're yeah. walking together. Because I, I mean, I don't know if I, if I've been raped, am I going to walk back? Or if the rapist will walk back with you. Right. 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 Yeah. I was going to get to that, but you went there. My bad walk. You're good. So basically all they have is video evidence of them walking together. DNA evidence on her chest, which is saliva. Okay. There's no seminal fluid obtained okay so there's no evidence she said he she didn't say he attempted to rape her she said he raped her Mm. there's a difference right there's attempted rape because you can almost you you may have some some leniency though you almost have a a, an opportunity to get him if he attempted Attempted, to rape you yeah yeah the the allegation is that he raped her okay no seminal fluid. The only DNA you found was on your chest. That was from making out. In a courtroom where there was a female white judge and an all-white jury believed to be composed of mostly women, they found him guilty. Unbelievable. They found him guilty. Um, Albert, then there, there's, there's a website. I have to find the website. We can talk about it, but... Yeah, what do we do with that, man? I, what do we do with that? We question the legal system again, which is, you know, something we <laughs> we do. I don't say often, but we do from time to time here, but it's disgusting. It is. It's disgusting. And this man, as as we speak right now, this man is in prison. Heading towards or if not already in it. So by the time he gets out, I mean, I think of the Khalif Browders. Oh, who was in, you know what I mean, for yeah. something they didn't do. And whatever he experienced as a result of this situation and being in prison, right. he was he took his life after he got out of prison. Right. Which goes back to the mental health thing. That, yeah, yeah. See what I'm saying? Right. So, 
I mean, you might as well convicted him to death. You might as well. I mean, this is just, this is just a bad death sentence because the tort. What this kid is, this kid will never be able to uh, to realize his dream. Right. Right. Because of this, you took his because, life because essentially away from he made out with a seventeen-year-old woman. How was he supposed to know that? Well, yeah, I'm just, I'm just putting. I yeah. mean, yeah, we, we've got facts, we've got evidence, and the results of that evidence says she, she probably wanted him more than he wanted her. Right. Now we'll never know what happened in that room. I don't know how long it takes but to rape somebody. But it's, but it's his word against hers well, because yeah. you don't have. Again, like we said last week, it's not what you know. And it's what you can prove. And Walker, I don't know. I think I think uh, Kansas University is in a city named Lawrence, Kansas. Lawrence, I Kansas, okay. it is. I don't know structurally how this town is shaped. The so, demographic. Yeah, yeah, but we can guess Red State. <laughs> okay, is that a safe guess? Safe. I, I I think back to one of our early recordings where I talked about jury duty. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was important to note that you noted that and it sounds like you've done your research on the makeup of the jury but again if if um i almost called him eric holder lord have mercy um, if mr wilson is in the court looking at a jury with no one that looks like him right. regardless of what the evidence says this man's done this is a problem walker and and, and, and i'm not saying it's all in the jury selection and what I would say this to that is gone are the as it pertains to black men it appears to gone are the days and you can argue that they never were there the notion innocent until proven guilty doesn't appear to apply to us it doesn't appear to apply to us and I think that I mean to me how different how different is this from stuff from issues that has happened in the past? Right. Times. Right. How different is this? Dude, I, I, I think about I think about something that happened to me just this week, Walker. Just just about how the frame of mind of being a black man in America is right now. I was I was walking somewhere, Walker, and I encountered um, two two children. They were both Caucasian. They're easily under the ages of eight, who had you know gotten out of the reach of their parents or a parental figure or guardian whatever mm-hmm. and they come across my path walker and I, i'm by myself i don't have any children with me and i'm thinking you've got to freeze right here you're outside of an establishment these kids are doing something i know i know you're in your heart of hearts you're thinking these kids need to make their way back to their parent or guardian but i know what the potential repercussions would be if i were to step out of line air quotes and get usher them yes so i so so i I, i'm I'm guilty either way because if something bad happens to these children people are looking to me like well why didn't you do anything blackish had an amazing skit yeah i was just about to say that yeah and and it was funny i remember watching that with my wife and she she's looking at me well he's in the elevator right and Mm -hmm. the kid comes in and he he gets out right no no elevator no 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 what happens he goes to the elevator right and the, he opens the door and there's a little white girl in the elevator looking at him like, help me. Right. Like, and he's like, I'm not going he to looks there. and he's like, he lets that door close and he, he goes the other way. And then I think, I think when they come back, there was in a meeting and, um, his coworkers were talking about him. And then Charlie walks in. He was yeah. like, guys, I was late. 
There's a white girl on the elevator. I had to take the stairs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like we know the optics of what that looks like. But Walker, bringing this back to Mr. Wilson, it's like if I were to do anything, I could be in the same courtroom that he's in. Absolutely. Looking at people that only think one thing. Right. Right. They don't care about my intentions at that point. So what do we do with that? As it pertains to our sons, because my thing is, if that's we, a, that's because that's predatory to me, that's predatorial. Like, yeah. you, if you, if you can use the justice system to your advantage, and you have no evidence <laughs> that this person did that, and all I have to do is allege something, right? Then, just like how we have to warn our baby girls about potential predators out there. Do we have to do the same with our Albert Wilsons? Absolutely. We have to have this talk with them. Unfortunately, but if you want the best for them, then yeah. Because my thing is this. You can't can't settle and do like we said before and see the problem and act like it's not there. Because this is something we have to act on. If we're not going to have a conversation, black and white people, about this type of stuff then we have to take the initiative and talk to our sons about that kind of reality. And see, and I have so many questions about we, why we can't have this conversation, but the answer to that question predate me by centuries, right? Facts. You know? Facts. So it's like, you don't want to give up on that, but in the meantime, you've got to equip your own. And it, when I say your own, I'm talking about my two boys. I'm th- I'm looking at YG <laughs> and, young, and young A. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Right. You like how I did that? I love that. YG and YA. <laughs> uh yeah, it's just it's just I, I feel that I feel that we have to protect our kids. Cause they don't know. No. Albert did not know. Right. He was just he was just in college living. Man, I'm finna go back to the room with this girl. It's finna be on. Jeez. He didn't even know the girl was 17. He thought she was a college student. And and, and that's a that's a very good point. And it's just going to create this this uh, environment of, okay, <laughs> let me do your background check before we even have a conversation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And in college, you ain't thinking about that. No. At least I wasn't. And I, no. I didn't even get any play in college. <laughs> <laughs> if we're being honest, you know? <laughs> but just like... <laughs> If I were in but a, if it were to happen, yeah, yeah. I was in a situation where I think I could potentially get some play. Well, I'm not thinking about how old you are. Not at My all. My emotions are going. You're in college. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Right? Absolutely. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. And I hate it because it's robbing. It's robbing our sons of having having a not joyful, but having a it, not entertaining, but having a <laughs> what word am I looking for here? Living. L- yes. Living. Living. Thank you. No, you you if you're gonna be in yeah, that. I tell kind my son of... to get a GoPro and just have it on his shoulder at all times. He needs to wear a body cam. My son needs to. <laughs> it's what it seems like. And even then, who knows if it'll mean anything? Man, this is so I wanted to bring that because I, I want you. people to know no one's talking about this story. Right. Because I hadn't heard about it before you brought it to my attention. We need to know about Albert just and, and I and I I had a website at a website freealbertwilson.com. Okay. Go there. It talks more about the story and about the situation. Gotcha. So freealbertwilson.com. It'll tell you what you need to know about that. But yeah, that's that's pretty dark. 
main topic se uh, segment for us. But you know, sometimes life is dark, right? And I don't mean to sound morbid, but <laughs> for the dark, <laughs> life is life is just dark. I mean, I hate to say that, but yeah, yeah. God. All right, um, let's move on to um lighter topics shall we okay. all right you. all right is, um, this, is this are we getting to our segment discuss or trash all right um See, we're, we're new so do you can we get another introduction sure it's just like lightning round but with more topics and there's going to be some we're going to discuss some we don't feel like discussing okay for whatever reason it'll, just, we, it'll just be at our discretion can we can we shape this in diss track type form and go bar for bar or mean? topic for topic, like you throw one out, we decide sure. what we're gonna do. Then I'll okay. go because I've got a series. Okay. Unlike last week where I had two. So you go, you go first, and okay. then I go right behind you, and, and then we'll discuss decide where they're going. I'm so glad you did that, Walker, okay. because I know you want to talk about this. <laughs> I hate you. August Alcida and Jada Pinkett Smith. Let's go, Walker. I would say discuss or trash, but I know your answer is gonna be trash. No, <laughs> you went to church today. Me better than actually, that. I didn't. <laughs> Long weekend. <laughs> you really want to trash this? He's trash. I want. I want to trash it. Honestly, if I'm Will Smith, I'll, okay. Let's talk. Let's, let's discuss. <laughs> let's discuss before a minute. Okay. Okay. This does, this, this deserves aware. a minute. Okay. Okay. For listeners who may not be aware, August Alcina, who also has an album dropping soon, trash has has allegedly uh, disclosed details of an affair or of an alleged affair that he's had with the Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, Walker, to be honest, th this is this is this has become the standard now for entertainment to generate a buzz. Did, did anything happen? Probably not. That's corny because he's actually talented. August August has got chops. That's corny, right? Mm -hmm. So, do I believe this? No. You buying any of this, Walker? No. Okay. Can we put in the trash now? No, we discussed it. Oh, that's right. Well, okay, that's true. All right. No, you're this, your, this is your fault. It <laughs> I want it. Let it be known. I wanted to trash this. Okay. All right. Um, Chris Darden is is representing Eric Holder. Discuss or trash? Emotionally, I want to trash it. But but <laughs> I want to talk about it so I can subsequently trash Mr. Darden. So see what I did there, Walker? I did. Okay, I didn't even see it. <laughs> Chris Darden is has signed on to defend Eric Holder, who allegedly killed uh nipsey hustle um chris darden i'm gonna give him the player of the week seg, uh treatment since he's he's not really one of our player of the weeks but dude you've done enough damage to uh to the community um <laughs> don't do this okay you know fi find a, find a case that he's done what he's done enough damage to our community how oh dude it, you want to go oj again for the second week in a row Okay, because I'm about to say I can I can dissect that, but Darden Darden did people of color no favors during the OJ trial. Okay. You want to argue this, Walker? So so what I see Darden doing is pointing is pointing uh, or shining the light back on gang culture and its you know tattered past and essentially blaming the community for this whole incident. Nobody's got time for that. He gave a statement about that, didn't he? Did you read a statement? Hey, yeah, I read it. And you my, did? Eyes, my eyes were closed when I read it. 
So no, you didn't read it. Why would I read that? I mean, why not? That's all I'm gonna say about Darden. Get him out of here, man. Why are you acting like that? What do you have to say about Darden? You, you, you're probably in favor. Why are you? <laughs> why are you black got, here? Why do you gotta take it an extra? Why you gotta take it an extra mile? Cause Walker, like you're trying to egg me on. No, I'm not. Uh, listen, as it turns out, we was on the wrong side of history rooting for OJ to get off. So that's what I'm saying. You almost got to give him a bit of but a moment. didn't know at the time. No, we didn't. We did not know at the time. We're wiser now. We're older now. Well, good point. Hmm? Do you find any value in Darden's defense of this? No, going back. We're still in OJ. Well, he wasn't. He really, really defending, but prosecution. Prosecution. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing what we know now, do you say, oh, well, Darden wasn't so bad? Or Darden, Darden knew what we didn't know. No, I'm not going to say that. Oh, he probably did know what we didn't know. But I'm saying it's almost like you, you almost like you start over clean slate. Start over clean slate. And what did he do with that clean slate? Hmm? He's defending Eric Holder, Eric Holder. which puts him back. He's, he's the, had cases since OJ for sure. I thought he quit. I thought did he, he walked, quit? I thought he walked away. I just assumed that. I, I didn't know if he quit or not. No, I thought he walked away. Okay, maybe he did. And after a case like, like that. Like he was so distraught, like that whole ordeal, but, like they were kind of done. But but Darden's, Darden's immediate. Marsha Clark, uh, Marsha Clark is doing something totally different. These yeah, days. she's in film production. She yeah. was away in the morning last week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. what do you do? Like that so that high profile of a case. To the legal arena is with Eric Holder. Man, give me a break, Walker. Listen, listen. famous lines ever from your friend and my friend Timo, infamously of this rap group called Goody Mob. In the in the song Soul Food, his famous lines was dismiss Chris Darden, dismiss Marshall Marsha Clark with the f bomb <laughs> on both of those dismisses. My my kids will listen to this one day, so <laughs> you got kids. Mine will too. Right, right. Mine will try right. trying to be that positive example. Your turn. I've already talked to you about Darden. Your turn. Oh, Who else you oh, have to offer? Trash it? No, we discussed him. Oh, okay. We discussed both of these were discussed so far. Gotcha. All right. Who's your next one? Queen B. Beyonce. Discuss. Okay. So Beyonce. And trash and, Beyonce. And, What's wrong with you? Okay, that's true. She's the queen. That's um, why I looked at you like that when you mentioned her. Beyonce, like, how am I going to trash Beyonce? Beyonce signed with Adidas. And I think it's so odd that you wore an Adidas shirt today. Did you know I was going to bring this topic to no discussion? Clue. No You're clue. a fan of the signing, I guess. Um, There is... Ivy Park. Huh? Adidas collab. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about the name of it. I, I think Adidas is trash. <laughs> this, this is for t- that. That's not for now. I do. I'm Nike. I'm checks over stripes all day, all night before Drake. Um, Man, that's Drake. It's hmm? checks and stripes for me. No, checks and stripes. Sit down. Whatever. I'm gonna change my play. I have on. You. I have on. Um, I have on Adidas T, and I have on some NMD sneaks. Do you have any Nike on? No, that's the way it should be. That I don't have any Nike on? When you decide to go trash, stay full trash. Don't put anything enchanted on your trash. Continue. So, what else you have to add to this? <laughs> there's been there's been some smoke centered around the fact that Beyonce I didn't, go, trashed this. didn't go with Reebok because of diversity. Dang issues. it, I should have trashed this. Well, you, I didn't know you was going there. Yeah, and, and Walker seemed to think this, this is not true. 
But let's just let's just play devil's advocate here. From from a hype beast perspective, my, my I'm self proclaiming myself as a hype beast. Uh, Reebok and Adidas equally are sup or not superior, but subpar to Nike. I think Nike owns everything in in every drip category. Honestly, um, why is this even a like? Who cares? Like, are you gonna buy Beyond? Was it? Adidas? That's a good question. Who cares, Gad? Well, I just don't. Understand. That's a good question. I don't understand why I got so much media smoke. I know Beyonce is everything, but you helping she, in? She, well, I'm, I'm asking the question. I don't care. I don't, I don't Beyond, and I think Yeezys are absolutely disgusting. But beyond the disgust that is the whole Yeezy drip movement, I don't check for anything Adidas is doing. Okay, that's a lie because Pharrell's got some, Pharrell's got his, his human what? race. What is he doing? His human race, Adidas. And, oh, and, I, and I just love Pharrell personally. Oh, you do? Yeah, but okay. the shoes he's helping create are trash. Um, <laughs> well, who who cares? Like, are you gonna buy any Ivy Park drip? I don't think she makes clothing for us. You seen guys rocking Ivy Park? I don't. It hasn't even dropped yet. She released Ivy Park. Ivy Park before. Oh, so that was her thing. That was her thing. She's collaborating with Adidas. Tell him what he's won. Absolutely. Oh. So this is no di different than Rest in Peace Nipsey Hussle Marathon collabing with Puma. Puma is absolute garbage. <laughs> Sorry, Puma. <laughs> Sorry, Adidas. Anyway. I just I as I go scouring the web for articles and things to discuss, this is one thing that just kept popping up, and I'm like, who cares? Now, if Beyonce was signing with Nike, we'd have a different conversation. But I think it's odd that she looks across the table or on the side of her bed and looks at her husband who crashed and burned with the Reebok. <laughs> I have digressed from this conversation. Okay, next topic. I have nothing more to add. To this. You didn't add anything. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of Beyonce, let's talk about Amari Hartwick. Um, get how would you feel if someone walks up to your wife and kisses her on the cheek not once but twice? We got problems with double dapping, but the double smooching. How do, how do you how do you feel about that? Well. Walker, it's this is interesting that this topic's brought up, okay? Because you know I like to you know I like I like to bring real stories to our podcast, right? Oh boy, yeah, but this is good. This is gonna this is gonna closely align with the question you asked me, okay? Okay. <laughs> Try to stay awake. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you, so, can, you can do this. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife. Uh, went to went to uh undergraduate school in new orleans okay. right so she of course being there she mixed and mingled with a lot of people from the same ge geographic area yeah so um just just had had to preface that people in new orleans greet and dismiss in a unique fashion okay cross-gender right okay all right similar to Amar i don't know where Amari hardwick is from so i don't, I don't either okay so there, there's a gentleman who my wife went to dental school with. He and his wife are close friends of ours, right? But around the time that my wife and I were planning to get or preparing to get married, we encountered them because I think his his now wife was in the wedding, whatever. 
and um, we all get there. We were, we were going out to eat, and we all get there, and I'm happy to see him. And he approaches my my beautiful fiance with a kiss on the cheek. Mm-hmm. Walker, I don't know what to do with this at this moment. Mm-hmm. Going back to your incident at the wing shop, yeah. <laughs> this is this is my soon to be bride. I'm weeks away from briding this woman, right? And you're coming up and kissing her on the cheek. Excuse it, you. Excuse you. Right. Yeah. In my mind, it's it's time for us to take this outside and really discuss what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. So I had a problem with it. I approached my wife about it, and she says, "Oh, he's from New Orleans. That that's just something I had to learn when I got to New Orleans. Your your more classy gentleman is going to greet women that they know." This type of manner. Greet with a kiss on the cheek, dismiss with a kiss on the cheek. And to be honest, fast forward to now, almost 10 years after the fact, he still does the same thing. <laughs> so I say all that to say it could just be part of He 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 kissed her twice. Uh, hey, same as this guy. He got it right here. Well, now he he's never gotten that close. Okay, that's good. <laughs> let's 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 make sure we get the full. I know, I know, I know, I know you're playing. I know you're playing Go, the advocate here. Going back to your question, I'll be honest. I feel some type of way. Is that how you say that? He was doing the most. He was he yeah. was doing a lot. I would feel some type of way about that gesture given towards my wife, especially if it got as close as you say it did. Yeah. Right. So, um. Yeah, he's doing. He was doing a lot. Yeah, is he's it necessary? No, I don't think he meant anything by it. Right, but he, I, 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 I don't joke. think Sean thought any different of it. I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll see if the track comes out. Right, Jay is so reserved. You never know what he's thinking That's until true. until something happens. <laughs> <laughs> right, Jay Z is one until of the, the most, album drops. He's one of the more ca- <laughs> right. He's one of the more calculated individuals that I've ever. <laughs> ever seen and for you to say that walker <laughs> i hate you i hate your guts right now <laughs> i do not like you um what do you think he was just doing a lot okay i i, I think i think he got caught up in the aura beyonce has an aura like prince had a well aura. yeah i'm not, I'm not you i mean nervous energy no you, you just did so you don't you're telling me you don't do goofy stuff with nervous energy. I do absolutely That's goofy. what you, I do absolutely goofy things. And you and, and 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 when you get done you're like, "Why did I do that?" Walker, huh? You saw the footage, right? Yeah. Okay. So, and this is going to sound kind of gross, but again, I believe in being real. So, I I remember vividly one time I'm holding my youngest son and I kiss him on the cheek all the time, mm-hmm. right? Kiss him on the cheek, kiss him on the forehead. I never kiss him on the lips. But I caught him to where something got his attention right as I'm going in for the lips or going in for the cheek. And you got him on the lips. I got him on the lips and I felt I felt disgusted. Was it one of those situations? Like, was he going in for the cheek again and Beyonce may have twitched and uh you got kind of close? Ah, okay. He went in again. You're harping on the fact that he went in again. You're not willing to accept the fact that in some cultures it's okay to to initiate assuming that's his culture. You're, you're making some assumptions here. You're making some assumptions here. You don't know him. You there's, just said at the beginning of this, Walker, you didn't know where he's there's from. There's nothing here. There's you, nothing here. I'm not. I'm just I saying he was doing a lot. Finish, but there's nothing here. Relax. I just said he was doing a lot. If you're trying to coerce Jay Z into getting back in the studio for four, four, five, 
Dawson, <laughs> stop reaching. <laughs> okay? That's all. Okay. I just said he was doing a lot. Nah. Oh, you didn't like that one? No. Oh, you didn't? No. Okay. You're going to love this one. Part. Go ahead. Auburn Hoops. Is it too soon? I hate you. No! I do not Listen! Like you. I Listen. I do not like you. Congratulations on a great run. I do not like you. I honestly think that last call was BS. Which one? The double dribble, of course, but I didn't realize the double dribble until after the fact where they went in and like psychoanalyzed the play. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Now, when I was watching it, I test, of course, emotions were high. Oh my goodness, there's like three seconds left. Um, I couldn't see a double dribble. I thought he lost the ball, which I think a player's given the opportunity to do and regain it and mm-hmm. regain his dribble. But upon further review, <laughs> it was definitely a double dribble. Anyway, I'm mad at the foul call. Technically, Why are you mad at it? At the foul call? Technically, it, it was contact. Technically, it was contact. It was a foul. But you don't call that okay. with the second left. You don't call that. That's... Okay. Um, I'm Bush Lee. You don't play, man. You he took an impossible shot. That was to me. Okay, let's let's remove let's remove let's not talk about Auburn, Virginia. Okay. No, no, no. Let, can you relax? Re- no. Can you, re- can you relax? Can you relax? Are you gonna talk about Bill Naismith and Peach Basket? I mean, what are you gonna do now? If I'm watching an NBA game, and let's say, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. Monday is the national is the national championship, and we're watching that game. And let's say it's it's a great game, right? All right. You don't have a dog in the fight at this point. I didn't have a dog in the fight last night. Absolutely. So y'all the, took my dog out of the fight. A twenty points. I haven't healed. I'll wait. I mean, how do you how do you do Carolina like that? Okay, I'm done. Okay. So the point I was attempting to make. (laughs) So the point that I was attempting to make was I'm watching a game, whether it's NBA, college hoops, whatever, and I don't have a dog in a fight, but I'm enjoying the game. Right? Okay. And it goes down to the wire. The last thing I want to have happen in the game is someone shooting free throws. That's what I don't want to have happen. Okay. I want it. I want them. I want it to be on the last second shot unless someone just gets hammered. Right. Right. And you just got to call it. I want I, you hate to see games end like that. Is that fair? That's fair. That's all I got to say about it. That's it. Okay. What's your next topic? All right. I struggled staying awake through that. Hmm. I see how you feel <laughs> Um This is probably gonna be trash, but Avengers Endgame. Trash. Okay. What you got? Oh, that's right. Bezos. Divorce. Trash. <laughs> Don't care. We already talked about him. We didn't! Yeah, we did. We talked about the fact that they could be getting a divorce. We didn't talk about it being final. And we talked about how much money. Appli- yeah, we did. The financial implications. Yeah, we did. We didn't know how much. We know we, now. We knew how much. We knew how well off she was going to be. Walker, before we put this to bed, what's the first thing you're, second thing you're doing with your $35 billion? 
Second thing? The second thing, because I know where your heart is, and I know what you do on Sundays and Wednesdays. Money stacked to the ear on the gram. <laughs> on the tipping point, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> From our studio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you hold one, I hold the other, right? <laughs> Who cares? That's one divorce. I'm sure the both of them were happy to sign papers for. You don't need to do this. You are raised better than that. Better than what? You don't ever advocate for divorce. Never. Yeah, you do. No. Of course you do. Go ahead, Walker. Of course you do. Woman's afraid of her life? Which I'm sure Mrs. Bezos was. No, I'm not saying. I just gave you an example. You said you never. You said never. Never is a word. You know what I mean. No, I don't know what you mean, Emo. <laughs> what else you what got? The man's afraid oh, you, you brought up. You yeah, brought up. That was my last. Discuss your trash. Um, Rihanna's father. Mr. Fenty. Using the Fenty name. Give me one more. Give me one more little drop, and I'll decide if I'm gonna discuss. Making, making, making some change off of her, off of his daughter. Oh, trash. Okay. <laughs> well, that concludes our segment. You're, you're a much better host than I'll ever be. Thank you. <laughs> As my friends have attested. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I like about you, Walker? What? It, it, especially this segment. You're okay with me trashing it. I mean, yeah. Now, if I trash something, I get offended. Why? <laughs> you want to know why? You want to know why? Because I'm emotional. No, because you're trash. <laughs> well, you want to discuss that? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Oh, boy. That's great. <laughs> let's, get, let's get out of here, man. All right, Walker. How are we doing on time? Uh, let's see. I'll do. We're an hour and five minutes in. All right, let's do our shout outs. Okay. My first shout out uh, goes to a woman who you know as the black female Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and, th- and she's been in the game for a minute, but I'm on 3G. My life is on 3G. So um, I'm just catching wind of her as of uh, early this week. Um, her name is Angela Rich. Did she go to Howard? She is Howard alum. Okay. I Check this so. out, Walker. She, <clears throat> she, this woman, this woman starred. I mean, she was super gifted. She was work, working for uh, Prudential, some, some, some investment arm of Prudential. Mm-hmm. All right. So she gets there. She's grinding. And, and I think it was in 2012 or 2013, she had looked back at all she had done. And she had generated over $6 billion of revenue. That's with a B, Walker. $6 billion of revenue for Prudential. You know what Prudential thanked her with? <laughs> you want to hear this? Certificate? <laughs> well, wasn't that bad. Prudential says, you know what, Angela? We think so highly of your performance here. We're going to cut you a check for 30 grand. And on top of that, um, if you want to go to Wharton and get your MBA, we're going to pay for that. And so Angela Rich sits across from the table, blinking her eyes with her hand out like, was that all you got? And Prudential's like, yeah, you should be happy with that. 30 grand goes a long way in New York City. Of course. Now, now I'm fabricating the details of the conversation, but, you know, I try to inject emotion so people can really feel this, right? Yeah, put the money stack to your ear and call right, it a day. Right. You know, hey, I don't people, know what 30 grand looks like. If you know ones, it looks very impressive. 
absolutely so anyway so angela angela rich says okay <laughs> I'm, I'm taking out. the 30 grand and i'm out of here <laughs> so she goes on to start what's called the wealth factory and what the wealth factory is is think of an ecosystem of financial empowerment and education so the cover boy for this wealth factory movement was this game this mobile game called the credit stacker which i downloaded and walker the surface of this game is average cheesy super addictive iphone game right okay. candy crush right right but what's injected into the fabric of this is financial literacy and financial education you're learning about debt structure how decisions you make can impact your credit score and how to get out of them right mm-hmm. so you can take i gotta get this game out dude it's a, it's a, i was playing it before you got here i know <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> But no, it, it's it's cheesy, but I consider myself to be somewhat financially literate. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to learn anything from this game. Man, please. Dude, I didn't learn a bunch, but I learned something. I'm going to continue to play this game. And I'm taking your advice. I'm introducing th- this game to my children at some point. As so. you should. Angela Rich, shout out from the tipping point. Keep it going. Awesome. Awesome. Shouts out to her. Um, And yes, I... I was familiar with her from the um her breakfast club interview gotcha. um, so dope um my shout out goes again i've shouted this person out before but ice cube um ice cube has inked a deal with cbs with his big three hoops league now get you've seen how difficult it is to start a league not only start a league but maintain it would you agree i agree um hey hey f is it chilly in here are you okay yeah i had the aafs gosh allergic ass (laughs) you are terrible dude (laughs) um my favorite admonished ass (laughs) did you go to a game no! You okay. know why, Walker? Don't. Because I'm a man with pride. I don't do stuff like that. <laughs> Walker, you expect me. I'm so sorry. You expect me to go? You mentioned it. No, no. You expect me to go spend my money to go see the Birmingham Legion play and come back to you the following week and say, hey, man, here's what I did this weekend. Are I you proud sp- about it? I want to expect you to admit it. <laughs> I won't go that far. Um, no, I'm embellishing, but no, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to go. I, I did want to go. All jokes aside, but we do know how difficult it is. To- <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> My emotions are raging. <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> I'm a patient man. Go ahead, Walker. I'm so. I'm so sorry. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. I'm done. Ten seconds. You brought up the AM. Ten seconds. <laughs> no, you brought up the AM. You alluded to that. You know, you know how you diff- alluded to that. How you, difficult it is. You and just, here we are, though. The AM shut down this week. Just lied. On on. They, they can hear this. How did I lie? They can listen. You led me to that. You said I brought up the AM. You did. In all, in in pure Walker fashion. You have ten more seconds. <laughs> What am I supposed to think when you say you know how hard it is to start and maintain a league? Five. Four, I'm done. Three, two, one. Shouts out to Ice Cube and the Big Three League 
for not only lasting as long as they've had, but also inking deals with major networks to continue the league going in its exposure. I've always had a bunch of respect for Q. I mean, just long after, as an MC, but just long after hip hop, the business deals that he's doing, the things that he's doing, the collaborations and the relationships he's forming with ex NBA players to 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 help advertise it and, and, and market it. Just savvy, savvy, and big ups to him and his continued success with the league. Um, yeah, I hope it continues to grow, man. I hope it continues to catch on and, and does well, man. So, shouts out to, to Ice Cube. Am I 10 seconds up? I have a productive question about this. He stepped away from Fox because Fox had been carrying it either past year or two. Um, I don't know. Okay. Probably. Okay. okay. I would probably go with that. Gotcha. Okay. So, so, but, but he's to go hey. from Fox to CBS. That's hey. he's doing well. CBS calls himself the number one network. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Um, all right. Let's so, get to these fools, Walker. You want to go first? Yeah. Cause I don't like, I don't like mine. That's why they play of the week. Right. Sometimes I can kind of see, but this one like this one like really okay. got at me in a um and on an anatomical level. Okay. Have you heard of a gentleman by the name of Brian Michael Reaney? No. Okay. Good. I didn't know if he was in your social social circle or not, but I'm glad he's not. So a young man. They just put put a put a pin in that name, mind you. I'm coming back to him. A young man by the name of Timothy Pitson had has been um, missing for numerous years, right? So, so the Pitson family has tried, you know, you know, it, like, like if you lose a child, you're going to go to the extents of the earth to find them, right? Just like the Pitson family was doing. Okay. Enter Brian Michael Reaney. He says, now this man, I think Pitson went went missing when he was seven. Okay. So Brian Michael Reaney, 23 year old man, he comes out and says, I'm Timothy Pitson. Okay. Right? It's 23 years old. From the surface walker, everything lines up. Because Pitson, wherever he is, would be 23 today. Okay. Okay. So he generates it's a small town in Kentucky Walker. He generates some buzz. Meanwhile, his brother is. <gasps> Waving these red flags, saying, "Hey, my brother's is a nutso. He's he was he was the inspiration to sicko mode. Don't pay him any attention. No one's listening to the brother. I can appreciate this part. Emotions take over, right? As a parent, you at least gotta go see. Mm-hmm. Only to find out that this sicko Brian Macarini has no connection to the family, not the missing child, nothing. Do you know where Mister Reini is right now?" Where? He's being detained. Apparently, there's a crime centered around this, and I'm not going to go look and see what exact crime it is. That's but, news to me. Huh? That's news to me. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Apparently, there are a lot of crimes out here that we just don't know about because we don't do abnormal things. Fair enough. So, Brian Macarini, I hope Yikes. you don't listen to this podcast. But if you do, stand up and then sit down again. played yourself man okay you don't play around with kids dude um i got no heart for people that play around with kids walker none gotcha 
as as a devoted parent. Thank you. Gotcha. Okay. Um, my shout out and player of the week was basically it was what I call rapper's delight edition. Um, I've already shouted out Ice Cube. I have two player of the weeks. Oh, this is going to be good. There are two people who have played themselves in the past week. We opened the podcast by talking about the great man and the legacy left behind of one Nipsey Hussle. Mm. <sighs> My player, the, the first person who played themselves this past week goes out to uh, one of your guys that you enjoy. You enjoy his music. Love him. And I enjoy some of his I'm sounds not. like you're being serious. Huh? It sounds like you're being serious. The first player of the week goes out to one Nevadius Damon Wilburn. <laughs> AKA Hendrix. AKA Future. <laughs> On IG. Uh, <laughs> I saw this. <laughs> On IG. Everyone is ha- giving Nipsey <laughs> his roses, much deserved roses. Absolutely. Right? Someone posted giving Nip his roses and Future commented on it. Okay? You Would you like for me to read what he said? Yeah, I, I saw this, but just I, I, I'm going to appreciate the way you deliver this. Okay. <laughs> I've been practicing. <laughs> I've been back, so thank you. Okay. Future replies. <clears throat> Let me sound like a. Yeah, we need more, more like us. I've been teaching and preaching for a decade, also showing, showing, proving what hard work and dedication get you. Eagle. Hashtag. R.I.P. Nip. Hendrix. <laughs> right. <laughs> How'd I do? Yeah, did, did really well. Okay. Yes. Right. <laughs> I thought, you know, yeah. a little bit more practice, but, right. you know, I had busy you pull up a little more mumble in there, but hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's when he's on, on wax. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. So, in the comments, because I don't have to say much. Right. This reply right here tells us everything we need to know about how he played himself. Sure. We already know then when it comes to life, because you you did a good job of saying there's hip hop and then there's life outside of hip hop. Come on. Okay. I think it goes without saying that what Nipsey did and what Future's doing, nine day difference. Polar opposite. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I ain't got to do that. No. Okay. No. Uh, Boss Ted underscore dash says everything that we're thinking right now right right so i'm a paraphrase okay i'm paraphrase these are his quotes the let's be clear what i'm about to say does not reflect the views value systems of our podcast <laughs> well played <Walter>. right <laughs> some of these words we've retired some of these words we've never even used right right i'm not going to say them all because kids are probably listening gotcha so Boss Ted underscore dash says at future. Nigga. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> when you start yeah. with that, 
you could almost you could pull the direct like there's no other tone for the yeah yeah it's like the batman meme when he slaps right. robin <laughs> okay sorry nigga i know you ain't comparing yourself to nip i rocks rocks with some of your you some of your music but you need to sit the down <laughs> you haven't done s-h-i-t for your son I'm I'm assuming he's talking about Sierra. Right. Right? Sierra's son. <laughs> Let alone your community. And all you rap about is B I T C H S E. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh drug addiction and a bunch of BS. <laughs> Don't ever compare yourself to a man like Nip. Make sure you're able to compare yourself to a man like oh God. At Danger Russ Wilson first, MF. What the? F- What's one thing you've been teaching other than Molly, Percocet, Stick Talk, and Low Life? Sit your goofy down. Done. Done. And Future's reply? <laughs> Hendrix. <laughs> Walker, you know I like to take the contrary on things, right? Woo! I'm taking the contrary on this. Woo! Future Hendrix taught me the importance of jumping on and off of a jet. <laughs> it's a track on his latest album. Yeah. Have you heard it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being extremely facetious here, but yes, couldn't agree more with the guy. Epic. Future. <laughs> We're just going to leave you alone. I think I think <laughs> Boss Ted underscore Dash gave you your seat. No, Nothing more to say. Nothing more to say, right? <laughs> the next one, because I feel like people just don't know what to say. Right. People don't know what to say when, the, when people die. They just don't know what to say. Right. right. The next person who played themselves even worse was your buddy, Kodak Black. Okay. So he post during his post, he referred to Lauren London as a whole widow out here now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at the fact that she's a widow. I'm laughing at the the terminology. I haven't really listened to Kodak talk, so I'm gonna do my best to how I think how he sounds. Consider yourself blessed. All right. So this finna this finna sound real ignorant. I hope you have a lot of mumble left. Okay, I do. I saved it for this. Ooh. Learning, learning the baby though, she about to be out here single. I'll be the best man I can be. Her. I'll give her a whole year. She may need a whole year to be crying and for hustle. I ain't trying to shoot my shot at her. I'm saying, listen, she can do two, three years. I'll be like a friend. You need me to holler or shoulder lean on. You know what I'm saying? She can call my line. Did you hear that? Yeah. No. Could you make out no. what I was saying? No. Okay. Lauren London, that baby, though, she about to be out here single. I'll be the best man I can be for her. I'll give her a whole year. She might need a whole year to be crying in expletive or hustle. I ain't trying to shoot my shot at her. I'm saying, listen, she can do two, three years. I'll try to be like a friend if you need to holler or shoulder lean on. She can call my line. So my question to you, Gat, before we give him the chair, 
my question to you is how what's the over and under on how long it's going to take for someone to punch nipsey in his face i mean not nipsey, not nipsey. but uh kodak black uh, I, don't, I don't think that'll happen but okay should it yeah this is this is beyond insensitive he's he's since apologized for it who cares but I know apologies are no. He caught he caught he, but it's only because he's apologizing because of the heat he caught. But um, this just 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 young stupid Negroes. This is just young like, stupid. I want to ask Kodak what value was was in that. I want to know how high he was. Well, oh yeah, and that's that's always a factor. Thanks, okay. future. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> Hendrix. Yeah. yeah, I got you. Um, but yes, those two rappers so who sometimes for the all you have to do is say "R.I.P. Nip" and keep it right. You just don't. You, some people just now that's now he its future is self absorbed. Kodak Black is just he both is of ignorant. them are. Kodak Black is real ignorant. Yeah, he's real ignorant. Absolutely. Um. But you know what I know. I was born in the seventies and eighties. Walker, I, when 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 I when I look at Kodak Black and I think about all the success and fame, do you ever think like, man, I should have tried to rap? Because it's obvious you don't have to do much or have much to talk about. Yeah, we've all thought that. Okay, gotcha. I just want to make sure I'm the only one out here. But we've all we've all. I'm way too that. proper for rap. I know it, but um. Before we get out of here, I want to let the our listeners know that uh, YG is out here killing it in the baseball world, um, and I've been invited as his uh, plus one to attend his game, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to uh, fill y'all in on how that went next time we record. Gotcha. Cool. Anything else, man? Um, that's all I got. Well, everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for your su- continued support. Pray you guys have a great week. Be safe out there and we will see you next time. This is the Tipping Point Podcast.